0: What up, you guys? This is the uh, first official episode of the Versus Saga. I'm kind of excited about this one because this is my first series episodes, you know. So um, so you guys pretty much want to know what the Versus Saga is about. Well, the Versus Saga is about Lamar Jackson and his ascension from year one to year two. Uh, promising quarterback in first year... Of course, of course, he got hated on because, you know, everybody thinks he should have been a wide receiver, scat back, slot receiver, you know, whatever. I'm actually not going to disagree with the people who made that assessment based on what he looked like in college. Now, when you look at his college numbers, it didn't make sense for what people were saying. But he had a very bad habit that does not transcend in the NFL. His staring down receiver level was legendary okay um, and and I know I don't like to nitpick on one thing but it was that one thing that I did not think he was gonna be able to grow out of and bo and behold he did he grew out of it. He actually they actually build a three look. They developed the Colin Kaepernick system around a more mature, on-the-field quarterback. I think Colin Kaepernick was is close as far as athleticism when it comes to Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is a way better athlete. And actually, Lamar Jackson is more accurate, and the numbers actually prove it. But this episode is not about the differences in the versus saga between Colin Kaepernick and... Lamar Jackson this episode will be focusing on Lamar Jackson the phenom versus the experience Michael Vick and um, I have made an argument that the experience should be a hall of famer I am still stuck with that if you look at his numbers my argument makes no sense but when you look at the tape and you saw the excitement there's a reason why he was named the Experience, because when you went to a Michael Vick game, these people are driving crazy out here, but then again, I am in the car with Joey Two Wallets. When you watched a game with Michael Vick, did, I just wanna know, did any of you guys see that game with Minnesota? Did any of you guys see him break off that run? Everybody feared Michael Vick, not even for that one run, because he did it a few times in college. He would break, he broke ankles, and then he he had a wickedly strong arm, and I love how Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson, like, they killed what everybody said about them. But with that, I'm going to get more into depth in as far as statistics and everything else. Uh, but I gotta go in the store real quick and I gotta get some money and I'm gonna head off to work. So I will be right back in a minute, y'all. Hey, yeah, man, y'all, that was jamming. <laughs> um... I was really jamming. I love jazz. Y'all can sue me later. Um, Not literally. I'm not giving you guys the authority to sue me. All right. The one thing I wanted to really talk about is well, really, let's start with the comparisons. Okay. In college, it's not even a question. Uh, Lamar Jackson was a much better college quarterback. A much better college quarterback than Michael Vick. Okay, like I said, what I believe to what makes Michael Vick a Hall of Famer is not his statistics, it was the fear. Barry Sanders was just a running back, okay? Michael Vick used to strike fear into the hearts of opposing teams, offense, uh, defense, special teams, because you didn't want to give the ball back to Michael Vick because at any time he he could run off a big run and Michael Vick would end up being in the end zone. I don't know if you guys saw the game a couple of weeks ago with Lamar Jackson. This dude did a double spin in the middle of the field that made you feel like, oh, man, what can we do to stop this dude? But the difference is, now, Michael Vick had a rare arm. Michael Vick could go into a game right now. He could go back into the NFL, and his arm would be better than I'll say 80% of the NFL. Michael Vick had a rare, powerful arm. And it was in such a small, slender body. Okay, Lamar Jackson is bigger. He's 6'2. I believe he's um 220, 215 pounds. You know, he's not, he's not, he's he's slender, but he's not a shrimpy quarterback. Michael Vick was like 5'11, a buck 90, a buck 95 soaking wet. Okay. But there was something about that rocket arm, dude. You you could not explain. And this is and this is where I mean the comparables between the two. Michael Vick arm at the combine is literally the same as mine. Okay, 29 and three quarters. Okay. My hand is smaller than Michael Vicks, but by a quarter of an inch, okay? My hand is, hold on, I wrote it down. Yeah, I'm reading and driving, don't don't judge me. My hand is nine and three quarters, and my arm is 29 and a half inches, okay? Now, if you want to look at Lamar Jackson's, he's got long arms, and his hands are smaller than mine, but what's the big knock on every? on every combine coach small arm quarterback small hand quarterbacks cannot be successful in the NFL well when you look at the experience and the phenom Lamar Jackson they debunk that theory they are small hand quarterbacks I mean compared to the large hand quarterbacks you know ain't nobody got 11 12 inch hands like like uh, like Wilson everybody ain't got them large hands like Wilson did so Lamar Jackson and myself and Michael Vick all have normal size hands well compared to normal people traditionally quarterbacks with small hands do not make it as far as being successful in the NFL quarterback. Sorry about that. But I will say this much. With the length of his arm, you would think that the way he throws the ball, that his arm would develop kind of like Ryan Lefkowitz. Long arm, small hand. Byron Lefkowitz had long arms and big hands, and he had a very, very long delivery. You look at Big Ben, bit long arms, big hands, very long delivery. Tom Brady, short arms, big hands, quick delivery. So when you got a quarterback with small hands, small arms, you wouldn't think that they develop into a quick, a quick release quarterback. Kurt Warner, small arms, big hands, quick release quarterback. So I, I guess it just really depends on the training, but at the same time. I know you guys are thinking, like, wait, this dude's talking about hand size. Yes, it matters. But it doesn't matter to a certain extent saying that somebody is going to fail based on the fact that they have small hands. That's my point. And, um... And, I mean, come on. Like, for real, did anybody ever see Michael Vick? And has anybody seen Lamar Jackson this year? Oh, and I just want to, uh, give a congratulations to Lamar Jackson. Um... Look, I'm not a hater of Lamar Jackson, but I did not think he would succeed based on his ability to throw the football in the way he did it at Louisville. Okay, when I saw Deshaun Watson, I saw that one game of them two, and I watched it from start to finish. I thought by far, Deshaun Watson was leaps and bounds ahead of Lamar Jackson. But you know what, I'm not even gonna get into that. I'm gonna stick to Michael Vick. When I saw Mike Vick at Virginia Tech, he had a huge arm and great hands. He could, for somebody who had normal size hands, Michael Vick had great control of the ball and then he got to the NFL and then he, you know, started fumbling and then Dick Vermeil had to change his style a little bit as far as holding the ball. So that's, you know, it it, kind of goes back and forth, it just depends. So that's basically where I'm at with those two. I think literally the difference is athleticism. Because when you get to arm strength, Michael Vick wins by far, but when you come to accuracy, by far, Michael Vick, I've seen Michael Vick go for 7 of 33. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my co-host is hitting me on Marco Polo Uh, let me bring let me get you guys back real quick you guys can enjoy this break talking to my co-host of uh, the Coastal Rose. We cut episodes uh, every Friday, and we shoot them out on Saturday morning on YouTube, so hit up Sports Daddy on YouTube, y'all. Check us out. Uh, Okay, so Michael Vick, right? Just small background. First round pick, first pick in the draft. We all know that. I don't know if you guys know, but he went to uh, Virginia Tech, and, and if I... If I'm not mistaken, he played with Coach Walmart, Um, which is the reason why his passing never developed. But his footwork in the pocket was wonderful for a guy who scrambles uh, his hip. You guys know that funny video of Dak Prescott? We'll just put it this way. Michael Vick learned that in college in the system of Vollmer uh, down at Virginia Tech. So Michael Vick went to the Falcons from 2001 to 2006, and then we all know about the dogfighting scheme, which is, I think, personally, the reason why he's going to be left out of the Hall of Fame. Uh, was on the Eagles from 2009 to 2013, signed with the Jets in 2014, and was with Pittsburgh in 2015, and now he's a consultant, I believe, for a team in the XFL. So we'll see how that goes. Um, let's see, four-time Pro Bowler. Uh, 2010 NFL Comeback Player of the Year, uh, the uh, the uh, Burt Bell Award. All I, the only thing I know about Burt Bell is he was one of the first uh, commissioners in the NFL. Other than that, I'm not sure how you earned earned this award. Um, it's not a quarterback award. It's not a stat-based. We're like we know Walter Payton, it's pretty much an honorary title for you know good. Citizen and uh, working throughout the communities and stuff like that. Um, in 1999, the Big East Pl- Offensive Player of the Year, which doesn't shock anybody. Now, um, I'm going to keep it very simple when it comes to stats because I can reel them off all day. So I wanted to be very simple and what matters. Touchdown and okay. interceptions, okay. Michael Vick had 133 and 88. And he had 36 rushing touchdowns. And no, that's not the record. The records that he has are uh, rushing yards in a season. And again, I want to congratulate uh, Lamar Jackson. He just passed 1,000 yards. I believe in the next two games, he will pass Michael Vick for the most yards by a rushing... Rushing yards by a quarterback in a season. Uh, As far as a career for a quarterback. He has the most rushing yards. Uh, That would be 6,109 if you guys were curious. And uh, Lamar Jackson, he just passed 1,000 yards. The record is 1,039. Okay, Um, at Virginia Tech, uh, here was his stats. Redshirt his first year in two seasons. 56.3 completion percentage in college, which is horrible. 3,279 yards in two years. We all know that's horrible. That's what 1,600 yards a year. 21 touchdowns, 12 picks. That's not good either. 17 rushing touchdowns in two years for the guy for this guy with his skill set. Not that great, but that's kind of my point. If you look at Michael Vick's Stats, they're not good. He's called the experience, which means you have to view it. You have to experience it. You have to see Michael Vick to see what made him great. The dude went to jail, came back, and was still that same experience. Okay. And Lamar Jackson, I keep it even more basic. Um, and the only NFL stat that I can honestly touch right now is his NFL passer rating as of week 14. Uh, this season, uh, nothing tracked really tracked average wise has been uh updated after that from where I got my uh statistics from. He's at 100.9. Michael Vick for his career was 80. Okay. Uh, 38 games for Lamar Jackson, as three years, 9,000 yards, 57% 57 completion percentage, those are good, dude's throwing for 3,000 yards a year, oh, and did we mention that his career total rushing touchdowns in college is 50, threw 69 touchdowns and ran for 50, these are good numbers, y'all, these are really good numbers people thought because he was such a great athlete that he would translate I thought with his footwork that he'd be a great slot receiver um, but like I said his hips weren't developed uh, he released the ball at kind of a high point people didn't think that he was going to be accurate even though he wasn't Louisville I, I really believe things are going to turn out now that he's corrected these things but most quarterbacks don't get to correct these things from year one to year two because they're already benched like straight up you guys like for example my guy Marcus Mariona he actually doesn't have any of these problems his problem is that he's inconsistent and his inconsistency is what now has him right the bench. You know, now looking like that he's not going to be able to continue his career in Tennessee. His lack of consistency. But then again, when he went to Tennessee, they tried to fit him into an offense instead of building an offense around that quarterback. Guess what they have done for Lamar Jackson? Oh, this is Lamar Jackson's skill set. And we no longer have Joe Flacco. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to build our offensive line around the talent we have. Not take a square peg and try and put it into a round hole. I think there are too many coaches in the NFL that do not know how to adapt um, the worst mistake I've ever seen that coach this year is Zach Taylor down in um, Cincinnati. I think that is the worst hire almost in the history of the NFL. Um, but the reason why I bring it up is because it's so monumental to have somebody who's willing to work with you and your skill set as opposed to saying, no, we do things this way. You got to do it this way. Okay, but what if your way is not the right way for me in this, in this lifestyle, in this jobs, you know that we got and we're supposed to do this, this, and this, but you got me doing this, this, and this. It's just like anything else. You can't hire somebody to do something your way. And then say you want results, and then they can't do it your way, so then you get rid of them, and then you find somebody else, and they still can't do it your way, guess what? You're out of a job. Take the employee you have, and try and mold the skill set that they have into what you want to do. Like in a football, you wanna win. Guess what? This is the actual situation where you can take a guy and say, look, you do this really, really well. So we're gonna use you to do this, 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 and this. And this is what we're expecting of you. So we want this, this, and this. To me, that just sounds like a win-win situation. Michael Vick had an offense built for him in Atlanta and he was successful. First quarterback to go into Lambeau Field and get a victory. A lot of people don't understand how cold it is in Green Bay. And for a little guy like that, I'm sorry, man. Mike Allstott, Ward Dunn, Michael Vick, and Algie Crumpler was one of the most dangerous. Was one of the most dangerous set that you could put together. Look at the Baltimore Ravens. They have almost practically done the exact same thing. You got a young tight end who's got great hands. You got a wide you got a wide receiving deep threat. Michael Vick ended up having d late. Imagine if you'd have added Djax to Atlanta. <laughs> Can you imagine Djax, Algie Crumpler, Mike all Ward, work and Mike Vick? Like, come on, man. But right now you got Malcolm Brown. You got that young tight end. I forget his name right now. I apologize. Mark Ingram. You got another running back. I forget his name. Sue me. I'm sorry. And then you got Lamar Jackson with his skill set. It's almost the same exact thing. And guess what? Atlanta's defense was good back then. Baltimore Ravens is... Look, when I picked my fantasy team, I picked the Baltimore Ravens because I knew there was something there that was really special. But I dropped them because the first two weeks they were horrible. And... Boy, do I actually I didn't make a mistake because I dropped him and got Tennessee Tennessee has one of the top top seven defenses in the NFL right now fantasy and in real life so hey I made a mistake of dropping Baltimore but I did get I did recoup myself you know what I'm saying so if and this is the point of the versus saga if I were really gonna have to choose between Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson the experience versus the phenom I could see more of what I would want to do with my football team having Lamar Jackson as opposed to Michael Vick but that's in today's day and age 10 years ago I don't believe Lamar Jackson gets a chance to show what he has because based upon his skill set, he might not have been drafted where he's drafted. So, that being said, at this point in time in the careers, I do believe Lamar Jackson at this point where they were in their career, because if you look at the second year of Michael Vick, he was just starting to play the first year he sat. Lamar Jackson is leaps and bounds ahead of Michael Vick at this point in their careers. And that's the ending point of the Versus Saga, the Phenom versus the Experience. Next, tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be my next episode. We're going to see... An, um, an Who was I thinking? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not going to tell you who it is right now. You're going to have to tune in to find out. This dude was legendary. If you know your college football at all, you know who I'm talking about. As I said, he went to Syracuse, drafted high, executed and played well. And we'll see the difference between them two tomorrow. Actually, not tomorrow, Tuesday. Right now it's Sunday and I'm recording. So um, I hope you guys got enough information between the two and the comparisons. Um, Like I said, this is the Versus Saga. And this is the first whole episode. And oh, I actually had a, not a brain fart, I had a light bulb. So I'm going to add a sixth person to my list, but this is going to compare not to an NFL player. But I'll get into that later in the week. And then we'll be talking more about where Lamar Jackson's coming from, to who they're compared with on that level. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, um, iPod tunes, Apple tunes. I'm gonna be posting on IG. Uh, This is definitely gonna be on Facebook. Uh, Sports Daddy, um, Sports Daddy TV, the blog. Uh, You can find us on Facebook. We're open, come join, come read our articles come listen to our episodes big chief daddy's got another show going with a couple of guys who just kind of hooked up with us on the side i'm gonna get to know get to know those guys soon so hey man come and join us enjoy the experience that we got going over here and um have a great beautiful and wonderful day and i'm gonna break up out your phone now